Hi, my fellow educators. Welcome to the Teacher's Impact Podcast. My name is Shani Marie Ogilvy, Certified Educator, and I am your host. If you are a teacher that wants to share or hear the opinions, experiences of other teachers, looking for innovative ideas for your classroom, learn how to apply research-based practices in your classroom, feel like your voice is not being heard because decisions are being made by people who haven't been in a classroom, then this podcast is for you. I have been in education for over 10 years and I've served in many different roles. I've been a classroom teacher, instructional coach, supervisor, and curriculum fellow. But in the end, my experience and passion for student achievement is what drives me. My hope is that we're able to share our expertise and knowledge, which helps us to learn and grow through these weekly episodes that features an occasional guest. Before we get started, I have two pieces of exciting news. The Teacher's Impact website will be launching on December 20th. Yay! Second piece of exciting news is that if you are wanting to learn more about how to master your craft as a teacher, I want you to check your link in the show notes for your ultimate guide to mastering your craft as a teacher. So make sure you check out those two things. Look at the website and give me feedback and download the guide. So let's get started. This is episode 15 of the Teacher's Impact Podcast. If you have ever thought to yourself, I want to get better as a teacher, but I just don't know how. The feedback you're getting is not helping you or you're struggling to see improvement in your student's achievement, then this episode is for you. We will be talking about how I became a master teacher and some of the steps that you need to take if this is your goal. Before we get started, let's define master. The Oxford Dictionary defines a master as having or showing great skill or proficiency. And one caveat, being a master at something does not mean you never have problems or struggles. We'll keep talking, we'll talk more about this, so keep listening. Number one, the first, one of the first steps I took is that I was honest with myself about my skills and abilities. One of the things that I did early in my career was that I came to the realization that as a new teacher, I didn't yet gain the skills and the knowledge to make sure that my students were achieving at high levels. It was to come to this realization, but I saw that my kids were struggling and I needed to find a way for them to go from struggling to learning. If I was not honest with myself, I probably would have put the blame on my students and not take responsibility for the fact that I am their teacher and I need to make sure that they are learning and growing. This initial honest reflection was a continuous process throughout my career and led me to become a master teacher. So in other words, in other words, admitting that you don't know and then taking the steps to make sure that you get the knowledge. Number two, 
I applied the skills that I learned from professional development and conferences that I attended to my teaching. Before we talked about getting the knowledge and we have to get the knowledge through professional development, conferences, and so forth. Sometimes as teachers, we go to conferences, MPDs, and just sit with the new knowledge. If you need time to process the information, then that is okay, but implementation is the name of the game. Implementation will allow you to see what works and what doesn't work so that you're able to master your craft. To my earlier point about problems, you face the problem head on and find ways to solve the problem and implement a solution. And this is one of the things that we may be missing. You're going to have problems, but you need to find a way to solve it, to come up with solutions so that you can become a better teacher. When you apply the knowledge that you've learned from your professional development, it will take you on a path to mastery. On episode 14, I talk about what's wrong with teacher PD today and give some solutions. So go check it out if you haven't already. Number three is that I read voraciously about teaching so that I could improve. I am constantly reading educational books, books about improving my craft. And I think this is one of the best things that I have done to get me to this point. Whatever I was lacking with the professional development in school, I made up for it with the books I was reading. And on this note about reading, I plan on doing an episode per month titled Teaching Lessons from the Book of the Month. Let me know if you think this is a good idea. You can send me a message on Instagram or you can email me. So making sure that we're always reading to improve. Number four, I took constructive feedback from my evaluations as opportunities for growth and development. It was definitely painful for me to hear constructive feedback, but once I took a step back, I realized that the feedback had some merit to it. Therefore, there were some things that I needed to change. For example, after an observation from my vice principal, she told me that I needed to update my classroom management plan. At first, I was like, she has no idea what she's talking about. But that year, I had some really difficult students and I was having a hard time with them. After doing some research, that's when I discovered that it changed my classroom. So just this just goes to show you that feedback can be very, might be painful, but we need to listen to it and to learn from it. It takes practice, but it will help us on our journeys to becoming a master teacher. Number five, I gave myself permission to say no when things were not in alignment with my well-being. One of the things that I made sure to do was to say no. My sacred time was the summer months where I was able to recharge and be ready for the next school year. And I understand that this is a privilege, but this is one of the things that I did to make sure that I was ready for the school year ahead. I was always asked to do summer school every year and I said no every year because if I did, I would have felt like I never got a break and my school year would have suffered. 
These are just a few of the things I did to help me to become a master teacher. I want you to click the link in the show notes to get your free ultimate guide to mastering your craft as a teacher. Some key takeaways from this episode. Be honest about your skills and abilities. Number two, apply skills and new learning from professional development to your teaching. Number three, read voraciously to improve. Number four, constructive feedback can be a good thing. Number five, give yourself permission to say no. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content helpful, please make sure to share, favorite, and rate on your favorite podcast app. This helps the show to keep going and it helps to support the show. You can email me at teachersimpacteducation at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at Shani Marie O, Twitter at Shani Marie O. Happy learning and grow.